We have Lainey back. Hi. For some reason. You're like not a... allowed to ruin this one. I'm going to ruin it. It is my destiny. Oh, God. Okay, well, before you ruin it, or, you know, maybe concurrently, um, you're telling us... <laughs> You were telling us a story. Tell tell us the story of the drive through and the our, panic our drive-thru at the drive through incident yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited so, to hear this. Yeah, Jensen's better at telling it. Okay. So Lainey and I decided to go to uh, A and W to get dinner last night, which is just a baffling choice because every <laughs> single time we've ever gone there, we end up waiting for so long. It's a specific A and W that we just always go to, and we love it because we get cheese curds and it's a grand old time but we always end up running into the most socially awkward experiences <laughs> last night's it was just a peak can i just say she set me up because we were leaving and we had to stop by the library to drop off books because what can i say i'm a scholar and she was like why don't you drive and i was like fine okay and i drove and that meant that we would be going through the drive-thru and I'd have to order. <laughs> so we go through the drive-thru and we're sitting there forever behind this other car. And then we finally get to go up to the box to put in our orders. And we don't really know what we want yet. So we're just like, we pull up there and the box doesn't say anything. So we're like, whatever, we're just figuring out what we want. And then we're sitting there in near complete silence, just kind of singing along to our songs. And we realize that 10 minutes has passed. <laughs> And there has been no sound from this this box. And suddenly we start to think, wait a second, did the car in front of us even order? They were also sitting there for a very long time. Did they just give up and drive away? Is this AMW even open? And then we start to like really panic because a car had pulled up behind us. So we couldn't just discreetly back out and leave. Our options were sit there until something happens, which may be never, or continue through the drive-thru and possibly pass the window where the employees are and just awkwardly be like, we didn't know if we should order. And we start like freaking out and I'm saying, maybe we should just drive through and then pull in and walk inside. And Lainey's like, no, I can't handle this. I don't know about this, Jens. I don't know. I don't want to do this. And then Lainey starts like hardcore panicking and she's like shaking in her seat, trying to unbuckle her seatbelt <laughs> so she could make me switch places with her. And I'm like, I will not be doing that. That's insane. Did you try to like talk to the people no. on the other end of the box? I, <laughs> I, I did not occur to either of us. You have to understand though, because we're talking about these two, at no point did they do anything rational. Erin, together we have one brain cell. <laughs> And it was not working that night. That's Together, impressive. They have one brain cell and like eight times the normal national anxiety levels. <laughs> I didn't know. I just didn't. It didn't occur to me yeah. to say, hey, is anybody there? It was immediately just like, well, time to flee for my life. Yeah. It did. At no point did it occur to us that that would be a thing to do. I did think maybe I should call them. But I was like... <laughs> Hell no, am I calling them? I'm not, I don't even like calling my family members. I'm not calling the A&W on State Street. Wait, like, like on the phone? Yes. yes. Like they did in olden time. But for some reason, I didn't think to just talk to the box that was like two feet away from the car. We were panicking and we're starting to get loud and panicking with the window rolled down. And we're like, maybe we should just go and like freaking out and screaming and like clutching each other. And then all of a sudden... We hear the box like crackle the life and we hear the voice say, 
Are you ready to order? <laughs> Which meant, you know, they heard all of that. You know, because of the timing, they heard every single word we said they, for they 10 s- minutes. They stood there listening to our hysteria grow to unspeakable levels. Lainey and I, we're both laughing too hard to be able to say our orders. So Lainey just like leans over and goes, we need a minute. <laughs> finally ready lady goes we're ready and they come back with just a minute in your experience this is how interaction with other human beings goes yes, right. yes. when we're together when we're with other people it goes yeah. normally if i'm alone it's fine but when we're together it just doesn't work out it's you the, guys it's the perfect storm like it just Again, one brain cell together. You, you guys know? enable each other. <laughs> yeah. I think is the problem. Yeah. I think we're just an unstoppable duo. We're very powerful. <laughs> but in the wrong kind of way. Like a transcendent. Powerful week. Powerful week. <laughs> like transcendent, in- interdependent, enabling. Incredibly <laughs> stoppable. Incredibly <laughs> stoppable. Yeah. Literally, all you have to do is put us in a slightly embarrassing situation and we cannot function. <laughs> Once we, like, got to the window, too, the girl who, like, helped us and gave us our food, she was, like, kind of giggling the whole time. <laughs> and you just know, she, she was just like, what, what is wrong with you guys? Like, I just, are you high? I'm glad What's we going were, on? I'm glad we were able to make the day of those three A&W employees. <laughs> we literally, we looked in the windows, we're passing, there were three people there. And they do God's work. <laughs> and it's also a KFC, so... <laughs> There's one and a half employees for each of those restaurants. So this is Princess and Another Podcast, episode 11. We have Lane with us again. She um, was a guest for episode five. More like a conqueror. She ruined the podcast. And um, what else? Oh, right. We're on Spotify now. Woo! I'm just trying to get all the businessy stuff out of the way, all of the informative stuff. I'm sorry that we don't have any kind of like structure or um, like, I I don't know. A couple of times I've thought about how it would be so easy if we just like recorded an intro and an outro and we're just like, by the way, we're on Instagram and this is our email address. And and then I just don't do it. (laughs) So we are on Instagram. What's our Princess in a pod. Princess in a pod. It's just princess. Princess pod. In pod. Is it princess in pod? We have to look up our own Instagram. Aaron, the only reasonable one. The only responsible. Princess in pod. No, Aaron is correct. It is princess in pod. Okay. On Instagram, I think on Twitter it's just princess in another podcast, and um. Yeah, and we have an email address. It's princessinanotherpodcast at gmail.com. It's all really easy to remember, guys. <laughs> it's basically well, well, you guys managed to forget it, so I know. I was but gonna say I famously forget everything, I, so it's I, not my fault. I kinda thought she was just like throwing shade at me personally. Yeah. I don't remember, even yeah. though I literally created all the accounts. I guess I just made eye contact with Jensen, but you know, she's like the camera. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm the camera. I give you a hesitant but awkward thumbs up. She's only been here for a couple minutes and she's already insulting the members of the podcast. <laughs> what did I say? I was going to ruin it. <laughs> so, Lainey, 
as the guest, you may go first. What are you playing? I just beat Far Cry 5. Woo! I which, hope to help her. Yeah. Which, without Jensen, I probably would not have beaten it, because Joseph Seed is dumb. He's a cheater. <laughs> I well, hate him. And, and the, thing about, the thing about Young Lane is that she rage quits quicker than so anyone. Excuse me, no. Like, so easily. No. I think she okay. tried it twice before she got needed my help to finish once. it. It was once. once. Are you kidding me? I was giving you the benefit of no. the doubt. Okay, look. You Do you understand? I did not rage quit. I calm quit. It is the quit before the rage quit when you realize that you might rage quit if you keep going. So, I, don't think that's I caught it early. <laughs> and I just played it once and I was like, okay. And I turned it off. And then Jensen helped me with it. And she enlisted me in my alien pistol. So much easier. (laughs) Um, You could draw people like that with it. Yeah. It was a good time, though. I'm glad that I finally got it done. And I liked the ending. And I also beat What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, and this one is on Aaron's list also. Yes. So we want both of you to tell us about What Remains of Edith Finch. We're going to pretend like we don't know. I mean, go for it. <laughs> like, it's just awkward just say everything you want to say, because... I love it. <laughs> it, made, it made me feel emotions, which hasn't happened in a while, so you know. It's good It's good for your soul. And I am surprised to find that I still have one. <laughs> <laughs> or that she had one to begin with. True. True. Um, and besides that, I started Far Cry New Dawn. I'm not very far in it, though, so I can't really say anything. All I can say is that it's beautiful and pink, and I love it. Pink. It's pink. Very pink. It's so pink. It's extremely pink. It's like Pepto-Bismol threw up over Far Cry 5. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in a good way. Although, granted, I don't know about anybody else, but every time I take Pepto-Bismol, I go up. Seriously? Yes. supposed to prevent The last time Elsa took Pepto-Bismol, she woke up the next morning and thought she was dying. Because <laughs> it gave her a black tongue. Yeah, no, what? it wasn't a black tongue. It That's what like... happens if you go to sleep right after you take yeah. Pepto-Bismol. You'll wake up with a black tongue. Ah. It's, it was like a black everything. Yeah. Like, I, like, there was black leaking out of my yeah. mouth. <laughs> I think it's just the magnesium in it. It's some kind of weird, like, reaction that happens. Well, (laughs) you don't want to wake up. She came up and she's like, I think I'm dying, you guys. My mouth is black. She's either dying or she's... And me and dad were instantly just like, did you take Pepto-Bismol last night? And she's like, yes. She's either dying or she's found herself in a Billie Eilish music video. Pepto-Bismol would have been enough, but then (laughs) it's like Pepto-Bismol threw up that's just, I can't. No, I'm just trying to put an image. Know. She could have said it like it was poured all over no. it, but no, it threw up it, itself all over She could have said it was projectile vomited onto the game. <laughs> or God. the game is just Pepto-Bismol. The game? Yes, but I think Pepto-Bismol is disgusting, hence the fact that I've thrown it up every time I've taken it. So... Uh, I just don't know why you're taking this thing that you hate and comparing it to a game that you like. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I don't know. Why do you ask me anything? So, Aaron, what are you playing? Wait, I just want to play that really fast. I love how we spent, like, 
40 solid minutes talking about how much we love Edith Finch and then Lainey's it's Lainey's turn to talk about it and she goes that's okay <laughs> I'm sorry it made I just... me feel things <laughs> sorry literally I... that's like all we talked about at dinner oh I just don't know how specific y'all want me to get um I mean yeah I guess there's spoilers and yeah. stuff but you could talk a little bit about its strengths and weaknesses without giving away plot points okay it's pathing if you put like any effort into it at all (laughs) (laughs) it's pathing is genius like sometimes you play a game and you're not sure where you're supposed to go but that game was it was made it very clear where you were supposed to go for the storyline to continue so it's like oh these words pop up. You follow the words. It, like, points your camera in the direction that you should be walking. They have light cast on certain places. They use color to draw the eye. It's just very well designed for levels. And it was very interesting and beautiful. And the art direction was wonderful. Yeah, I would say the pathing in Edith Finch is especially impressive. Also in the kind of... Okay, so we talked in our... I don't remember how many episodes ago. Two episodes? Three? No, last episode. It was the last episode. Yeah, last episode. We talked in our last episode about pathing. And I mentioned the house um, in Marin. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, um, I, and one of the things that I liked about that house was the way, especially if you were naughty like us and you took out all of the window screens so that you could just like go outside from any room everything was very circular there was like a path that led all around the house and through the house and it was it was everything sort of expanded out into the woods eventually and I couldn't help but remember the house from Moran during the part in Edith Finch when you're in that um like what before you approach the house like Mm -hmm. that that outside area it just looks almost exactly like the house in Moran it really does once you get out close to it it's completely different but like the area around it was so was so reminiscent yeah, of that. thick with wood and it feels almost like you could just get lost outside your own yeah. house well and it had and it had a similar sort of pathing effect where it's like the road is here but the ravine is here and you mm-hmm. can take either to the house and then of course there's the the lower levels too and like the the little graveyard area and everything kind of entwines around the house and oh. it made me think of that a lot it was just beautifully designed and I think it's important to note that I went back and I platinumed it. So that should just tell you how much I really enjoyed this game. Because she doesn't put effort into anything. I I don't. I'm a completionist, but I'm like a lazy completionist, you know? (laughs) She's a completionist when it's something she really likes. Otherwise, she's like, nah. Yeah. But this one, I was just like, I gotta do it. I gotta replay it. I gotta do it. So I did it. I have finally platinumed one game. One game. Lainey's first platinum. Get on my level. Get on my level, basics. (laughs) And I have to say that the fact that I, like, after I platinumed it, I had to go through, and the pathing was just, just another testament to how clear and wonderful the pathing was, is that I could go into the game again, and I could be like, oh, yes, I can go through this room, and I can come out this way through the secret tunnel, and I can be back into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it was just so good. The other thing that sticks out in my mind is the level of detail. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, like I, no spoilers, but like there's just little things that it encourages you to explore. And 
everything you look at is like a clue about something it feels like mm-hmm. especially when you get into the house even just like my initial reaction that I did when I was like oh first person can I see my shoes <laughs> and I look down and like right away you start to see clues and hints about what what's going on in the game and what the story is just from like little natural gamer choices like that yes and I don't think we should get into it but I think that also those details have this sort of artistic side to them um, like you mentioned in one of the rooms with the birthday candles and the, yeah, cigarettes, and the cigarettes bunched together. And I just, it was just very good and genuine. And I thought it was beautiful. Now we'll hear Aaron say the exact same things about Edith Finch all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, anything to add? <laughs> um, not really. I mean, just, yeah, it's well, it's well worth the money. Um, it's a game that I had been wanting to play for quite some time just through recommendations from different channels like PlayStation Access. But it was one that I just wasn't sure if I wanted to spend the money on it because I knew it was a shorter game and um, just kind of a a walking simulator. But it's actually really immersive and detailed, like like Elsa said, and beautiful and it has a very somber atmosphere but there there's enough whimsical stuff happening that it's not exactly depressing it's it's just yeah happy (laughs) sad happy sad it's beautiful so yeah what remains of edith finch was great Uh, also really quick before we move on i just want to add apparently i was um pocket typing this whole time and there's a massive string of just letters in our <laughs> Word document. <laughs> Jensen, you're ruining the podcast. You've taken the mantle from me. I don't even have to do I'm my sorry. job anymore. <laughs> I'm not even sure what I, this is like. We're going to look and see what it is. Yes, I need you to check it. What the hell? I just like was sitting here and all of a sudden I realized my phone was slightly buzzing in my pocket and I was like, oh, am I getting a message? I Whoa. pulled out there's just a bunch of text. <laughs> Daily, weekly, Sarah, walk. Ha, ta, 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 ha, ta. Don't oh read it gosh. all. There's so much. So, when pocket typing meets autocorrect. So this is incredible. So, Wait, I want to take Sarah Assassina. Assassin Fe Assadcast. What are you saying? Oh my gosh, are you a Twilight in a Star Wars game? Somehow she managed to pocket type assassinations <laughs> I'm we, gonna post this on our Instagram for this episode <laughs> Jensen the Twi'leks in the Knights of the Old Republic Achuta Achuta I just like wrote Twi'leks okay the reason why assassinations came up so many times is because I type about Assassin's Creed a lot in my phone okay Jensen. you need to screenshot this oh I already did okay great there's three of them that's how long it is it was three, three <clears throat> screenshots worth and I'm gonna post it on our Instagram when we put this episode out very well anyway I'm just still playing the crap out of Persona 5 it's fantastic and I'm sure it's gonna take hundreds of hours but I'm looking forward to every minute of it. And let's see. Downloaded Dauntless. 
Um, it's like an online free-to-play RPG, and it's completely cross-platform. It looks really fun, but I haven't been able to log on yet because everyone and their dog is trying to log in, and yeah, they're trying to fix the servers so that it can handle it. All those good boys on the on the internet logging into those games. Yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> so I had a really interesting time with games. I have been shamefully game hopping for the last like two weeks playing just like a couple hours of various different games because unfortunately all i want to play right now is cyberpunk 2077 (laughs) and obviously i can't so to try and fill the void i played a little bit of mass effect andromeda lego star wars the clone wars uh shadow of mordor Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Mad Max, <laughs> Mad Max, yeah. and I tried to play Fallout 4 with mods to make me a synth so I could get as close to Cyberpunk as possible, and it only reminded me why I hate mods, because I spent like four hours just trying to install the mods and get them to work, and didn't end up actually playing any of the game. Happy things that came out of that, I found out that the photo mode for Mad Max is pretty cool, and it has a video mode? that lets you like put on filters and then play the game and you can like take capture with the filters applied and stuff and you can have someone else plug in a controller and control the camera. Oh, that's really <laughs> cool. I really want to do that. Yeah, you should get some some friends to help you with that, but not me because I don't want <laughs> that's to. That's okay. I still have two other friends I can ask. Elsa and... <laughs> um, oh, I'd be happy no. to be the one playing the game if you want to control the camera. Ooh, totally, yes. Yeah. I, I'd love to do that. But so there was that, and that was great. Um, and also, Lego Star Wars is always just fantastic. Um, though the Clone Wars one does frustrate me far more than the the other one that I played, just because... Everything is so hard to get to, you guys. Just going from, like, the good guy's ship to the bad guy's ship takes a billion years. <laughs> and that's why I stopped playing it. Because <laughs> I realized something I needed was on the bad guy's ship, and I just barely reached the good guy's ship again. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn this off and play something else. Um, and uh, going back to Mass Effect Andromeda was a fun time, too. Lots of people rip on that game, but I really love it. It's, I mean, it's not as good as Mass Effect 2 or 3. But it's about as good as Mass Effect 1, I think. (laughs) I love Mass Effect 1, but it's not as good as 2 or (laughs) 3. I didn't acquire a love for the series until I played Mass Effect 2. I I just ambulated through Mass Effect angrily. an amazing way to describe it and then i got to mass effect 2 and i was like oh my gosh this game is fun <laughs> this series is good yes yeah but i do have a lot of love for andromeda and i've been taking many a screenshot just like flying around from planet to planet i'm like "Ooh, that's pretty <laughs> so i got like 40 pictures of just planets and space Oh, I don't think you mentioned this up. one, but I'm pretty sure I walked in and you playing No Man's Sky the other day, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot I played some No Man's Sky for a little while, too. The photo mode on that one is really fun, too. Um, but I was disappointed that it has so few features for, like, things you can change. It does let you 
pick where you want the sun to be, which is just loads of fun. But then when it comes to like filters and like all that other stuff, there's very little. It's basically just like you can pick your filter and I don't even think you can choose the intensity of it. Mm. If you can, then I was playing it really late at night and I didn't notice. <laughs> but I don't think you can choose the intensity of it. But that was pretty fun. Trying to figure out where I want to set up my base. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was just shamefully game hopping this week. Yeah, I was too. That was Bummer. that was basically my my gaming last couple of weeks. It's just been a lot of game hopping. But I did want to talk a little bit about the other night when I was here and um Lainey played about thirty seconds of Don't Knock Twice and then decided that it was too scary and she just handed me the controller. No. And then I just played and beat the game in just the next like two hours because it's a short game. I just noped right out of that. Yeah, you did. And the more I think about it, the more ashamed I am of you. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. I okay. Yeah, I'm Lainey, ashamed of myself. Lainey, too. It's not even as scary as yeah. Layers of Fear. I was gonna say because no. Thing? Let me tell you though, Layers of Fear. I walked into the main room. I did not get like more than three feet into it. I went to the first cupboard, opened the drawer, and I was like. <laughs> Nope. And I turned the game off. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Lainey's a coward. But anyway, I started playing. So I played Don't Knock Twice um, for everybody. I wish we'd been recording. I felt like that was. Oh, that would have been it so It was good. so funny because you guys are all such wimps. <laughs> and um, and I, I liked Don't Knock Twice. I thought it was fun. Um, I would. I, I mean, I, I, I think it's fine. It was, a, it was a fun couple of hours. It's not really doing anything that I've never seen done better in other survival horror games but it was still a good time and mm -hmm. it's apparently based off of a film which i found interesting and the other thing about it that i i remembered thinking about a lot later was that it it in a lot of ways it reminded me of among the sleep um which is interesting because i haven't thought about among the sleep in a couple of years mm -hmm. but that was a game that i enjoyed that had there's just a lot of similarities to Among the Sleep, but Among the Sleep is this game, um, survival horror game from a few years ago, that you play as a toddler um, in a house, and you, there's like something stalking you, like boogeyman kind of thing, and you just go around through the house trying to find your mom, and you got your teddy bear for help, and it's a fun game, but like they they managed to enhance the like scary feel of it because you're playing as this baby so you're so low to the ground and the perspective is all warped and weird as you're crawling around and it was just really clever and I felt like Don't Knock Twice was drawing a lot of inspiration from some of the story um I mean I don't know if there's any connection but there was but I noticed so many similarities that it made me want to go play Among the Sleep again well <laughs> and it's mostly just because Don't Knock Twice the uh monster in it is Baba Yaga who targets children I yeah, it's I mean, similar I, for Among the Sleep. I thought of that, which is why I, I, I there was a couple of times when I was like, why am I playing as the parent in this? <laughs> because like Baba Yaga goes after kids, but then I figure, but then of course at the end you figure out why you're playing as a parent, and there's a very good reason for yeah. it, like within the game's narrative. But yeah. it, but Among the Sleep is essentially that same story, but you are playing as the child, and there's also a good reason for it. 
what are you trying to say? You look like you're about to cry. I thought she was going to. And scream at the same time. I thought but she was going to break into soliloquy. You were talking about, you were talking about why would you be playing as a parent with Baba Yaga goes after children. And at first I was like, oh, well, like the, the fear of having your child taken and having to like go and and rescue them that's like horrifying by itself and then i immediately thought of the the scared shitless thingy that we watched i was trying not to laugh yes that one i'm sorry as i was elsa just hates me i time we felt i don't it's just that i was she just like we're doing looks a at me with just pure hatred in her eyes we're doing a time. serious analysis of a horror <laughs> game jensen sorry and jensen's like people poop when they're scared <laughs> that's jensen's analysis no, it, was, it was because i was picturing the guy in the video who's like his face when the mom's running after the van and he's just like <laughs> And then they've got the daughter who's like, oh yeah, we've got stunt children. Uh, it's funny. Wow. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying. It's um, make no basic. sense just like hearing it. I also just like touched the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to like stop talking I guess now. Jensen is ruining the podcast this time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. The mantle has been taken from me. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm just going to stop. <laughs> As I was saying, so what I've, what I've decided is that you're basically seeing two different perspectives of the same kind of story, the parent perspective and the child perspective. And I think for a lot of reasons, I find the child perspective to be more effective. Um, but the parent perspective was still interesting. And like, I'm still glad that I got to play through Don't Knock Twice because it made me kind of think about that sort of scenario and, and the kind of idea of an adult fear. And, um, and I don't know, maybe that's the version of the story that's going to land more with some people. But for me, I think I like it from the child perspective. So I'd say for the parents' perspective, I think it adds in like a layer of guilt that if you're not able to save your child, you're going yeah. to blame yourself. And maybe yeah. I would and connect with that if I'd ever had children or if I'd ever loved anything that I'd nurtured in my life. And and that sort of <laughs> Wow. And, the, and that, that sort of adds your on cats? this more this I say, <laughs> you have like I say to the child I raised. <laughs> right. You have like and multiple think, cats. Like, no, you babysat before. And I'm I think, not even like I'm just kidding. Okay. I promise. I'm not I'm not really that You've sat I, on babies. <laughs> Lainey's getting frustrated because we keep interrupting her. I just think that that guilt sort of adds more of an existential horror to it and less of like a, like a afraid for my life and more like afraid for my mortal soul. I could see that, but I think that the child perspective was pretty existential. It kind of leads you through the process of like, I don't know. I was reading recently about how fear evolves in uh, a person's mind and basically when you're a baby like you're you the main thing that you're afraid of is the unfamiliar um and then the more that you start to familiarize yourself with the world the more you realize that unfamiliar things aren't necessarily a threatening and then you actually can start to develop curiosity at a certain age um but they and then they talk about how you know once you get once you get past that stage the next thing is 
um, and I could be butchering this analysis, but I think the next thing is, is imagination. Like basically that's when you start to imagine all of these fantastical things that could happen and could hurt you. And, um, and it, but it's always stuff like monsters and, you know, things that like don't really exist and that you don't actually have to worry about. And then you get to the age where you realize that. And that's when fear turns into something tangible and something real. And that flip of this is an imaginary thing that is frightening. And then, oh, I don't need to worry about that. But there's this real threat. That is a thing like that's a, that's something that you see at the end of Don't Knock Twice and you see it at the end of Among the Sleep, mm. where the imagined becomes something real that to something to actually be afraid of. And I think that because that's like a childhood progression, I personally identify with it as a child perspective. But I think you're right. I think that the parental perspective just kind of adds a different sort of dimension of guilt to it. And I do think it would be more effective for some people, just not me. Yeah, I think bottom line is just that um, either game sort of plays to a different... Uh, audience. Yeah, audience. Yeah. Among the Sleep plays to a better audience. <laughs> that was hey. to win. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree, jerk! <laughs> You always just, just take it a little too and far. And escalates. <laughs> I am now cutting off Phyllis's head with a chainsaw. I feel she like really that is Andy of our group was mentioned. That quote no. from the office, like, more than anything, I think, illustrates who you are as a person. Oh, yeah. I don't like Andy. It's <laughs> terrible. So, for today. <laughs> for today, we're going to go through this video game questionnaire. Uh, I found this online. It was apparently compiled by a professor at Harvard. No, sorry. The other one. Stanford. Stanford. Stanford's yeah. not Ivy League. Whatever. They've got like a 6% acceptance rate. That's really low. Yeah. There are <laughs> Ivy League schools that have a higher acceptance rate. Than yeah. Um, so Stanford video game questionnaire. And I, I don't know much about where this came from. Besides that I found it online and they were like, this was put together by a Stanford professor. And I believe it um maybe not stanford but it was definitely something that some professor somewhere gave to his class and wanted them to answer it just yeah i don't think anybody puts this much time and this much specificity into a questionnaire that they're just planning on putting on the internet to lie about like it looks like something that they, that they would have actually tried to compile some results from and um yeah so i don't know much about it but i have some guesses my first guess is that it was probably put together in like the early 2000s just because of the references um and my other guess is that whoever put this together kind of thought video games were a waste of time and was hoping that the answers from the class would validate that belief you know just some like really angry professor man yeah something like that okay. or somebody who like thought that the quality of of the of the papers being turned in was going down and he wanted to blame video games or something i don't okay. know this is definitely quite old because for adventure games they've got king's quest mist oh. return to zork and oh. Ultima. no oh under, under action it has doom and street fighter so yeah <laughs> Okay, so maybe 90s even. Yeah. yeah. I think some of these were older, though. So. Or it's just those are the only games that the person the, compiled the, like the strategy and puzzle is just SimCity and Tetris. I know. Like, even, a, even in the 90s, there were more strategy and puzzle games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shows okay. how much he knows. 
Okay, maybe this is earlier. <laughs> the point is, we're going to go through And RPG games aren't even on there. <laughs> we're going to... We're going to have JRPG games. They don't, yeah. And we're going to go through this questionnaire, and we're going to answer the question. We're going to insert some genres that the um, person who compiled the episode either wasn't aware of or that didn't exist yet, because apparently it's quite old. Um, so... Number one, how much time do you did you spend last week playing video and or computer games? Hmm. Um. Well, I can already answer. Go ahead. <laughs> I spent probably three hours last week. Not much at all. Because I made her beat Far Cry 5. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I was busy moving stuff around in my room because I just moved back. I'm doing other things. It's okay. We're not like... It's okay. We're not judging you. We're not judging no, you. I feel it. I'm judging you that I had to make you beat Far Cry 5, but that's it. <laughs> because she was like, I don't know if I can do it. Even with your help, I don't know if it's going to work. It's so difficult. <laughs> Joseph's seat is like, dork! <laughs> no, he beat him on the first try. <laughs> anyway, Jensen, how about you? Let's go from the one who probably played the least amount of video games to the one who played the most. Uh, last week was actually kind of a light week for me. It was probably only a little over 20 hours. I know looking at the little in-game clock in Lego Star Wars that I probably spent like 12 hours just in that game. Oh, yeah. And then I did play a lot of Mass Effect Andromeda and a ton, ton of Shadow of Mordor Yeah. last week. Like I played... There was, I think on Saturday, I just played Shadow of Mortar the whole day. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, probably over 20. Yep. Mm. That sounds about right. It's a light week for me. Because I was, like, sitting beside you the entire time. Yeah. Erin, <laughs> what about you? Um, Zach? Is he enough? Is he awake? He's shaking his head that he doesn't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Last week, I ever either played a ton or hardly at all because there was a lot of stuff going on. Okay, so add those both together and then average them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe 10 or so. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I had a really light week too. I was working kind of a lot and I averaged, I think, only about an hour a day. So it was... Ooh pretty light for me and because it was only an hour a day it kind of limited what I could play too because I there's certain games that I don't want to play if I only have an hour yeah mm -hmm. so I was yeah I think I, I probably only played like an hour a day seven hours I'd say um question number two do you like to play video game video and or computer <laughs> games um, I hate oh, next it question <laughs> <laughs> Like we have to, we have to, we have to say. So if you've never played, you have to jump to question nine. Uh, <laughs> no, I've never played. I've we made never... a gaming podcast, and we've never played video games. Hey, Mr. Stanford Professor doesn't know that. Um, I've never played the vid vi videos game. <laughs> His options that he gives us are very much, somewhat, not really, or not at all. <laughs> Obviously, very much. Very yeah. much. Yeah, I would say very much for all of us. <laughs> Why would I be here if I didn't like it? <laughs> okay, and now question three. What types of games do you play? And you're supposed to check all that apply. So he doesn't really get into, like, 
proper game genre. But I, I, I think the reason why there's not RPG on here is because whoever wrote this doesn't know what an RPG is. So, um, but he, he, he divides them more into the sorts of genres that you would see if we were talking about like literature or film. Because um, it's action and yeah, the examples given are Doom or Street Fighter. <laughs> Street Fighter's a fighting game. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. He, does, I'm t- he doesn't know that, Jensen. Doom is a first-person shooter. Professor, <laughs> Professor Stanford <laughs> is not familiar. Professor Stanford is not familiar. Well, Professor Stanford should learn. Also, I'd say that Myst is more of a puzzle game. Yeah, Myst is definitely more of a puzzle oh game. Gosh. Adventure, King's Quest, Myst, Return to Zork, or Ultima. Yeah, that's okay. Um... Simulation, flight simulator, you got Rebel that one right. Assault. I was gonna I say. I don't know what Rebel Assault. I was gonna say. I've actually, I've actually played all of these so far. <laughs> I actually don't think I've played Rebel Assault. I've played, oh, I haven't played a Rebel Assault, but I, and mean, I like, don't think I've played, I've played something. I've played something from each of these categories that he's oh, given for sure so far. I still have Aaron's copy of King's Quest. Yeah. <laughs> that I bought at the DI years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the DI is so good. For no. <laughs> I don't think it works on any modern computers. <laughs> do you remember do you remember playing Flight Simulator cuz our grandfather bought it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was, was fun. That was really fun. And I, I remember like popping in and playing it and being like I'm going to fly to Australia. Well, and then finding out I was going to take the, the time of an actual flight. And I was like, what? never mind. <laughs> what I remember about it is that I got in the plane and I was flying it. And after about like 10 or 15 minutes, I, th- I think it was Papa came in and was like, you're doing really well. You haven't crashed yet. And like, I immediately got super, super <laughs> nervous and embarrassed and crashed the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Papa That's was awesome. Papa was showing us support for you. And he, you were like, no! Ah! Well, no, he just did his, he did his thing that he did. You know, that laugh he had that was like a Santa laugh where he was like, ho, 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 ho. Yes. Like oh, yes. Yeah, that was what he did. And he thought, of course. Never. NBA Jam. <laughs> Ken Griffey's MLB. <laughs> NHL 94. NHL 94? Oh, my gosh. I didn't even see that before. I know. I guess we know when was he made this. This made list. in 1994. <laughs> you this quiz was from is, the early 2000s. This quiz is older than me. <laughs> the truth is, I just skimmed it. I didn't really read it very well. <laughs> um, well, strategy slash puzzle, and we already talked about how Miss probably belongs in that category. Yeah. Sim City Tetris. Um. Okay. So I mean, we all know that my thing is survival horror. Mm-hmm. It's my that's my jam. It's not even on here. Survival horror and the occasional RPG or fighting game. That's pretty much me. Mm-hmm. And Lane Face, what are your favorites? Um, you'll catch me playing a lot of open world role playing games. So, yeah. yeah, base. That's basically it. Uh, occasion uh, other like linear, um, and yeah. I'm boring. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, mostly RPG. Some walking simulators recently. <laughs> um, Aaron likes her stealth. I do like my stealth. Yeah, I love my stealth. And first-person shooters. Not as much Not anymore. Not as much now. But, like, but I, I remember you were the you one used who used to was totally like, trust me in Halo. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I even remember that, man. <laughs> Back when yeah. you guys told me I was playing <laughs> a controller. And then we just told you that you were like Aaron's side of the screen or my side of the screen. Yes. 
That's great. <laughs> so good. Them kids. <laughs> yeah, I was an idiot. Was? Yeah. <laughs> I set well, myself up for that. And Jensen. Slashers, like okay. Devil May Cry. Yeah, hack and okay. slash. Now hack I'm done. <laughs> um, so, just like all of you guys, I love my RPGs. Um, I especially love ones with lots of choice. And with character creation. Mm. Um, and I do love open world games. Mm. Uh, I really like action adventure games. I like Tomb Raider, Uncharted. You know. Just stuff that's really story heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And stealth. I also am a big fan of stealth. And I love strategy games. I, I used to play them all the time. I now suck at them. Okay. I always suck sucked at them. <laughs> But when I was little, I wasn't prepared to admit that I sucked at them. But I do like them. And I love my puzzle games. So. Basically everything but sports games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah, and I'm a wimp about you'll get, survival you'll, force. You'll find so. me yeah, playing any, any genre of game. Just not sports. Except wrestling. I am tempted to get the wrestling games now that I know how crazy the okay. character creators are. But I just want to make <laughs> oh a really gosh. creepy version of The Rock. I That's want to I make want to Roger from American Dad in WWE 2014, because I know you can. Yes. I, I believe in you, and I want you to achieve this goal. I want to do that. Yeah, just looking at the different the game, just looking at the different types of games listed here, I, um, I like all of these. I mean, even... Sports not my favorite, but I've definitely had some fun playing some of these sports games, especially some of these older ones. Mm. Some of the older sports games were kind of amazing, like Tony Hawk. I mean, who didn't love Tony, Tony Hawk? Hawk? Okay, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk slaps. I even remember having a really fun time putting together, <laughs> what? Um, like playing, playing NBA Jam. Like I remember playing that. Yeah, and having mm-hmm. fun with it. Like these are, yeah. I think anyway. I still have my copy of that that mm-hmm. I got from Kim. It was one of the ones that I borrowed and never gave back. Yeah. I remember... I, don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I remember hiding the copy at my grandma's because I was so sick of my brothers and my cousin playing it <laughs> and it got lost. Oh, no. That's amazing. Yeah. That is beautiful. I was so done with that game. Why do you play the games that you have checked above? Choose at the most three. I love the graphics slash, slash realism. Are we all checking this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Checking. Oh, we have to pick three. But still, I'm definitely going to check that. Mm-hmm. A relaxation, recreation, escapism. I mean. Check, check yeah, for escapism check. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relaxation for me. It improves my hand-eye coordination. I, I mean, like, that's a bonus. But why am I going to check that when I can only check three? Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. we're already there. <laughs> yeah. It challenges my mind. Also a nice thing, but like, mm-hmm. same. Um, it's such a great feeling to master or finish a game. I'll check that. Yeah, I'll that's check my that check, one. That's too. That's a big thing for me. And since, you know, we're not in the 90s anymore, also to get all the trophies or achievements yeah. for oh. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and, a big one for me. And then the that's last nice. one is I'll play anything when I'm bored, which I think is. That might apply to me, considering how much game yeah. hopping I did the last two weeks. It probably does, but you have to only pick three, Jensen. I already picked my three. I know, same. Yeah. And I'm sticking with it. Did them. we all pick the same three? Yeah, we did. I think so. Yeah. We're, we're terrible, you guys. <laughs> uh, there's also other. Please specify. 
Do we want to be original or just not worry about yeah. it? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's great practice. For what? <laughs> For when you have to slay the Capra demon? <laughs> yeah. In real You don't life. know my life. <laughs> don't forget your Black Knight halberd. <laughs> Or to level up your weapons. Yeah. <laughs> like I did not do. Or to summon until, a warrior of sunlight. Till or Sen's fire. Fortress. Fire. <laughs> I did not level up my weapons till Sen's Fortress. Uh-huh. Or just throw, you know, dung pies over the wall. <laughs> like Dan did. <laughs> oh he poisoned him. He just did that until it poisoned him. That's really smart. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait. Did that work? Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing this game wrong. No. <laughs> okay, if you ever want to know how to beat a Dark Souls boss in the cheapest way possible, ask Dan Moyer. <laughs> he knows them all. Oh <laughs> it's his gosh. favorite way to beat the game. Oh my god. Is Dan OP? No, he's he's just like, he's really into the idea of survival at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those Dark Souls players. No, that's amazing. Like, if you make it through, then you make it through. It doesn't matter how you did it. You know, I actually think that's totally fair. I agree. Okay. Where do you usually play video slash computer games? Arcade. On a system. And it mentions Sega and Nintendo, (laughs) etc. So, yeah, I'm going to say this is 90s. 90s. On a computer. IBM. (laughs) (laughs) How I love playing computer games on my IBM. I actually... I do remember playing computer games on my IBM in 1995. And, and my yeah. Macintosh, of course. <laughs> How often do you play? Wait, we didn't answer that one. Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought it was just, we all, okay. System, on a system obviously, for all of us. But sometimes on a computer, but only until I remember how much I hate mods and then I go back to system. Yes, occasionally on my IBM, because this is 1994. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, was, I play them on my system. I play it a lot, sometimes on my Switch, in which case I'm playing it all over the place because mm-hmm. it's a Switch. It's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes my phone because emulators. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like so how often do you play daily, weekly, monthly? <laughs> daily, weekly. So Wait, how did you get semesterly? Oh, that's me. He has semesterly. <laughs> Masterly? Well, what? Semesterly. Oh, semesterly. No, no. What? It's hard. It's Stanford. It's one of those. I know, but who <laughs> so, would check that? Right? <laughs> I've got to say that the frequency at which I play a game is definitely Sarah Wakatatata. <laughs> this is where Jensen put all her weird tech stuff in there. Right between weekly <laughs> and monthly. <laughs> Were there others that got lost in there? Because I, I don't no, see... No, no. Weekly, okay. monthly, semesterly. Those are your I options. love how many times I wrote the name Cass. <laughs> you wrote Ada a lot. Yeah, Ada. Cassas. Yeah. <laughs> and lots of, like, the start of Assassin and not totally finishing it. To kill a guy. Okay. We all play daily, right? Yeah. Actually, probably weekly for me. But yeah, that's true. You definitely have a day yeah. or two where you don't play. Loser. I am I a loser. I'm sorry. Sure. <laughs> I have to turn in my gamer card. Oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Even if I don't get a chance to play on a system, I like I'll play something on my phone. Yeah, on my same. Switch. Mm. Or anything. Do you still find time to play when you're busy? Example: during midterms. 
I got most of my play- playing done during midterms <laughs> and finals. Do you know how many games I beat during midterms and so, finals? Yeah, so I got really into Dark Souls again while I was studying for the bar. <laughs> so, like, the funny thing is, is that I don't play very much when I have the time to play a video game. And then I play a lot when I don't have the time. So, like, around finals, you will definitely find me playing Skyrim or Far Cry. I, I think that <laughs> when I have something that I need to accomplish and I'm really stressed about it, I tend to be more efficient with everything that I'm doing across the board. Yeah. It's like I, everything gets done a little bit better and a little bit more thoroughly. But I also burn out and I can only do that for a few weeks at a time. And then I'll die. So, like, I... So, like, yeah, studying for the bar, um, I got a lot of studying done. I was also working, like, 60 hours a week at the time. And I was playing video games. And I was still managing to sleep and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I just, I reach a level of maximum efficiency, but it only lasts for, like, a month or two at the most. (laughs) And then I crash. (laughs) The first time I... Beat Dragon Age. I started it and finished it within Vitals Week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sixty-hour game. Yeah, <laughs> I that clocked is. in at I sixty mean, hours and ten minutes. Incredible. There was, I still have the save file with the, the thing because I was like, "Yay!" There was that one time when it was just Elsa and I at home because mom and dad were on their cruise, like a couple years ago. Oh yeah. And that time I was like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna play Dragon Age Origins as a guy." And I started it that week, and I ended it by the end of the week. <laughs> and then I realized that I very much prefer that game playing as a man. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> the best way to play Dragon Age Origins is in a single week. Yeah. yeah. It's the most fun. So fun. <laughs> it's also the most frustrating. And sometimes, <sighs> especially in Orzammar, the most boring. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely did not leave the house that entire week. I tend to find at least a little bit of time when I'm busy, like late at night or something. Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys you guys are, are kind of night owls. Y'all don't sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good time to play video games in the middle of the night when you're not sleeping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I take issue with this next question. Yes. I, I hate it so much. Do you think games are educational? It's not so much that part, it's, it's the it's next yes. line. And then in parentheses it says, or else all my years of playing have gone to waste. And then the next line after No, that, I should have been reading books all those years. I'm just, I just there's something I deeply... issue with that. It just is so... There's something deeply flawed with thinking that it's a complete waste to spend a little bit of time on yourself relaxing. Yeah. That's not a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's good for you, dang it. I kind of feel like that's that's that <laughs> attitude. We were kind of talking yeah, about this last night. It's this attitude of in in the American workforce is this idea that like if you're not doing something productive and they have this really narrow idea of what productive yeah, it's like be. are you earning money? Yeah, basically like, that's what it means. Like are you earning well, money or are you or are you investing in something that is going to earn you money? Like that's pretty much what's yeah. considered a valuable use of time to like certain people. Yeah. And I think it it's kind of this gross attitude in the American workforce that I I really don't like it. I mm-hmm. it makes it very hard for me to ever look at my job as anything more than a job. Mm-hmm. It makes it really hard to be passionate about it when it comes back to this very sort of cold and ultimately 
you know, filthy lucre motivated kind of thing. Like, I just hate that. <laughs> also, it stereotypes these two activities as making it seem like video games are a complete waste of time and books make you smart. Like, That's... That is an oversimplification. Books good. That's an oversimplification. There are many books that are all tons of books are terrible. Are terrible. There are games out there that are trash. But then there's books out there that are good. Might I? Might I name? Might I name the thing that shall not be named? The terrible One Direction fan fiction that got made into a movie. That doesn't make you smart, Professor Stanford. It was bad. Doesn't mean it's good it's, to me. To it just movie. comes back to like yeah, a very movie, narrow de- definition of what's educational, yeah. too. Because it, I, there's something to be said. What remains of Edith Finch is a perfect example. Mm. It's I is it educational in like the traditional sense? No, but did I definitely learn something from it mm-hmm. and connect deeply to emotions that are important for my development as a person? Yes. I, I feel like it was emotionally educational. And if that's educational, then, yeah, I'd say they're educational. Yeah. And I think that in every piece of media, you will find some, like, in any genre of media, you will be able to find something that is educational. You will be able to take in some sort of information that is helpful to you as a person. Yeah, and maybe it's not helpful to um, building up your your education is something that's going to help you in your vocation, but it, it could be helpful in your, in your growth as a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, in the end kind of more important anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think me and professor Stanford have totally different um, opinions on what educational means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think by his definition, I'd have to say, no, I don't feel like they're educational because I don't think they're teaching me the kinds of things that he cares about me learning. But I like that we've, like, personified the person who made this question. <laughs> Professor Stanford. Professor Stanford. You SOB. What a bastard. <laughs> but, like, but I have a totally different understanding. But my personal understanding of what's educational and what's a valuable use of my time. Yeah, video games definitely fall under that. Mm-hmm. The same way that reading books or watching film or spending time with people who I like, you know, is valuable to me. I yeah. mean... Video games are the only reason that Jensen learned flag signals that one time, remember? Yeah, signals. I learned Morse code. Shorthand. I learned shorthand. Alchemical symbols. Yep. (laughs) All of those are from Nancy Drew games. Yes. And and those are academic. That's what I mean is that when he says educational, but I think he means academic. And like there are academic things. I've used knowledge I've learned from like examples and knowledge from video games. In things that I've done for work. I mean, uh-huh. I wrote that paper about AI and like developing a connection with computers and I used Legion as an example. Yeah. Like Well, and and that's kind of my my point, I think, yeah. is that like, yeah, you there are there are video games where you do have some kind of academic um takeaway. But uh do video games need that to be valuable no no because there's a difference between there's necessity and there's transcendence and there are games that can give you uh some material knowledge and there are games that can give you some transcendent knowledge and quote me and and (laughs) (laughs) the games that can make your life worth living you know (laughs) Well, nobody's on the other side of this issue, so. Yeah. Except for <laughs> Professor Stanford, wherever Screw he is. Screw you, Professor. It's fine. He's probably, he's probably, he's probably like a huge gamer now. Anyway. <laughs> Let's hope. Um, Rather talk to Dr. Sexy. 
<laughs> or he's a sweet old man who just plays in his garden. Is that what they're doing in their garden when they're out there all the time? Play? I don't know, I don't know what you do in a garden. <laughs> you garden? You, you tend the garden. You garden. You do that in a garden. You go into your garden and you, you garden. You fight Mother Nature and it's pointless. <laughs> Did you learn nothing from Stardew Valley? That's a good yeah. point. That one's, that one's not very educational. <laughs> but it's fun. But it's fun. I did learn about growing, um, like, gem fruits or whatever they're I called. I did learn that yeah. I can spend 300 hours in that world don't, don't the cro- <laughs> without even batting an eye. Don't the crocuses in Stardew Valley, don't they even bloom at, like, the wrong time of yes. year? Yes. <laughs> the lady was so furious when she like, found out about that. I was she like, was just like, what is this crap? Yeah, we were walking <laughs> by our planter and I looked at the crocuses and I was like, oh, great, they're the first flower to bloom in spring. It means spring like, is here. They're... They're, they bloom in winter in Stardew Valley, and Lainey was just like, that's incorrect. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah, or like when I got after Conan Exiles for giving you seeds when you harvested them from ferns, because ferns don't have seeds. They're seedless tracheophytes. Look it up. Gosh, Conan. Lainey was also angry that she couldn't eat the seeds. Which, they have so much nourishing tissue in it because the seeds are the embryos of the plants, and embryos need a lot of of nourishment to develop <laughs> into a freaking plant. This Durr. really halted her progress in Conan Exiles for like a while. She was I, just yelling about this. I zoned out for a second, but I think Lainey's advocating eating embryos. So we should probably <laughs> oh, move on to the next question. Lainey, can There's you stop bringing nutrients. up cannibalism all the time? There's a lot of nutrients in them. Why do you think eggs are so good for you? All right, question 10. <laughs> Thank you, Erin. <laughs> We're skipping question nine because, because that's the one stupid. for people who don't like video games. And yeah. that's clearly not us. <laughs> so question 10. Sex. Yes. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Lainey is Austin Powers. <laughs> she just hides her head yes. in shame <laughs> after she makes that joke. <laughs> Have so, I ruined it yet? We're, we're all girls. We're all, yeah, we're all cis female. Female. Yes. Cis. cis female. She, her. She slash her. Hello. Uh, let's see. What's the next question? Age. We're all different ages. So me and Aaron. Whoa, wait. Are you guys the same age? Yeah. I thought Aaron was slightly older. Wait, are you slightly older than me? Aaron is, but I'm I think 29. You... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're not the same age anymore. Not again till August. I know. Aaron! Da-da! I'm 28. <laughs> oh, I miss you. <laughs> you don't have to say it. I'm 18. I'm going to be 19. I wasn't going to not say it. I just I'm thought like we were going mom. in order. I don't know. It went Aaron and then Jensen. We're not going in any specific... Oh, wait. No, no. That doesn't make any sense. What am I saying? What, what are, are you thinking? saying? Were you thinking Elsa was younger than you? No. <laughs> so, I'm This is my little sister. This is my little sister, Elsa. <laughs> I was 12 years old when you were born. People thought you were my child. She's going on 17. I was, I was a very tall 12-year-old. True. Oh, man. Um, when you were in high school, was there a computer in your home? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I had a laptop. Because, you know, yeah, when I, had... I was in high, high school, it was 2015 to 2018. Yeah, I had my, so. I had my own... Um, laptop in high school i had snapchat in high school that was the first time i had my own laptop it was terrible (laughs) oh man that is everybody had puppy dog ears and i was crying (laughs) 
The two things are unrelated. (laughs) Question 13. What do you think of math? Boo. I like math. It's the language of the universe and the language of computers and the language of video games, technically. I used to love math, but then it decided that it hated me when I got to college. Okay. So... But calculus is really cool. So basically, so, we're, so basically, we're all at different places with math. Um, on opposite ends of the scale, Lainey loves math and Aaron hates math. Jensen used to be a fan of math, but has fallen out with it. And I used to hate math, but have recently decided that I kind of love it. And I actually wish that I had thought about studying accounting in my undergraduate. So, yeah. Yeah. But at the time, I was still kind of on my I don't like math kick. I mean, and I'll, then I figured out later that I, it wasn't that I didn't like math. I just had never had a very good math teacher. I mean, I'll tell you, <laughs> I didn't like math in elementary school, but that was because no one likes math in elementary. No school. one it's likes like math in elementary kids. school, but specifically <laughs> because they had us do those timed sheets of subtraction and addition, and I always got so much anxiety over them that I took a lot longer than any of the other kids. And they thought that I was slow at math, so they put me into a special math class. And it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And they finally figured out after a couple of months of me in it, they were like, she understands the concept. She just has anxiety. Like, gosh. But then after that, I got put into the accelerated math class, and I thought it was wonderful. And I learned about, like, negative numbers and how they're different. Uh, <laughs> there are different number lines and it was wonderful this is so boring like he's just talking about math and now I think that's <laughs> because I just mouth better we're cutting this we're cutting this I was like I was like sitting there slowly my eyes going out of focus and then I noticed Elsa just staring at me with her eyes all wide just like this is not staying one of these days I'm gonna find somebody who cares about the things that I talk about when it comes to math moving on math podcast math Math podcast podcast. I bet there's a lot of math puns you could come up with oh my gosh so many um so how many hours a week do you work for pay so Mm. during tax season like 80 to 90 a week and not during tax season it's more like part-time it's like 15 to 30 that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet it's really nice (laughs) um i'm currently unemployed because I just moved away from uh, my college town. But when I was working there, I worked about 11 hours a week, just part-time. And then uh, this summer, I'm going to be working full-time in a couple of weeks. But, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I work full-time 40 hours a week. Uh, I'm going to be moving from 20 hours a week to full-time in the next couple weeks and you also have another job though well that one it's for pay and that one doesn't pay me right now oh yeah i see yeah Mm -hmm. i forgot it said for pay it's an internship so yeah it was it won't be very soon do you own a pc i own a mac (laughs) (laughs) i own a pc i have several I have a beautiful Surface laptop, and what did I name it? it GLaDOS? GLaDOS? No, that was my old computer. 
I think this one is like Space Core or oh, something yeah. like that. Unless my phone is called Space Core. It's something from Portal. Yeah. It might be named Atlas, actually. No, your phone is Wheatley. No, my old phone was Wheatley. And the one before that was oh Chiquita for some reason. <laughs> Chiquita vs. Paws. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Wheatley, this is Space Core. Um, my laptop. Are we just naming off all of our, our things? Erin, <laughs> do you own a PC? <laughs> I own a terrible laptop. Zach owns a Mac, and I guess technically we have a PC over here. <laughs> I say technically because it's also pretty terrible. <laughs> does it have a CD-ROM? I think so. Yeah, one of mine does. My gaming laptop does not, but yeah. my desktop does. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my Surface laptop yeah. actually doesn't have one. I have to hook up an external CD-ROM to it, mm-hmm. but that works fine. Uh, my Surface Pro also doesn't have a yeah. If I had just read this Ooh. one question, I would have realized that this questionnaire was made in the eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question 16 is Do you have an email account? <laughs> <laughs> I have like seven. I have several. <laughs> I have five that I can think of off the top yeah. of my head. Yeah. I have like several school accounts. Yeah. And then I've got like a personal professional account, and then I have my personal junk account, and then I have this account that I forgot the password to. <laughs> Uh, and 17, what grade do you expect in this class? I think I deserve an A. I think I'm probably going to end up getting an F because the teacher's not going to like any of my opinions. <laughs> that is how college works. Yeah. Just, I don't know what kind of class it is, but if it's anything in the humanities, I'll probably get an A in it. If it's rating That's me true. on video games, I'll get an A. Yes. yes. <laughs> Aaron gets an A. <laughs> And now, final question before we say goodnight. What are you looking forward to playing next? Oh. <laughs> Everyone's looking at Aaron. Aaron? Aaron? I'm at the top. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm super excited for Control coming out mm-hmm. in August, I think. And Man of... Is it Maiden or Man, Man of Medan? Medan. Medan. It's it's the spiritual successor to Until Dawn, and I'm super stoked for it because that's the only survival horror game I've ever managed to play through successfully. Same and here. it's awesome. So yeah. <laughs> super excited. Too. I think that's also in August. So yeah. Mm. Good choices. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those too because survival horror. I'm especially looking forward to control. Yeah. That looks amazing. Really fun. There's some other really good survival horror titles coming out soon that I am excited about. And I'm also excited to just I'm I'm probably gonna take a day or two at some point and just browse through like the Switch store and PS store and just see what's on sale and just buy some random survival horror games and just try some little ones. Um, and I also, I mentioned that like, I only played seven hours last week, probably because I think on average I was only playing for about an hour a day. I really want to set aside a couple of solid days to game and to work my way through the rest of Sekiro, because I feel like that is a game that picking up for an hour at a time is not productive. (laughs) So I really need to like, I really need to have some real time to play that. So I'm going to have to make my schedule accommodate that. <laughs> um, so obviously I'm super looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077. But since there's no information about when that's going to come out, um, more like attainable goal 
I have is Rage 2. Um, don't have the money to get it right now, but I'm excited to get it because I found out it does indeed have a photo mode, which is, you know, episodes ago we were talking about, like, the would you rather for which games you would play. And I said I would choose Rage 2 if it had a photo mode. And there it goes. <laughs> and plus it's a brightly colored apocalypse, which is my new favorite thing. So I'm going to get that when I have money. Noise. Yeah. Or at least rent it from Redbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm excited to play a little bit more uh, for New Dawn. Um, especially since Jensen really liked that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going off of her opinion and experiences with that. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not as into photo modes as she is. But maybe this one will change me. You know, it'll convert mode. me to the church of photo mode. <laughs> Come to my church, Lainey. <laughs> Jensen is proselyting. I am proselyting. And, um, I was going to make another joke. Are we, sure, are we sure it's a, it's a church and not a cult? It's a most definitely a cult. <laughs> <laughs> we even have Kool-Aid we offer at the end of each. Oh my gosh, cult. no! Okay, it's just like always. I'm too sorry. Soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't make Kool Aid jokes, Jensen. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, I think uh, Man of Medan is also one on my list, especially since, like Aaron, the only survival horror I've ever been able to beat is Until Dawn. So I'm excited to see what else that production company makes. Um and. I'm, of course, very excited for Cyberpunk, but as Jensen said, yeah. so I'm probably, I'm probably going to take some time for E3 to find whatever I'm most interested in, but right now I don't have much on my mind. Dot, dot, dot. Mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not eloquent. I'm not Tyrion Lannister. I don't know what I'm saying. Tyrion Lannister hasn't been eloquent for two and a half seasons. True. He doesn't know what he's saying either. Okay, let's not get into this. We'll be here all night. <laughs> so we listened to a new podcast, a new gaming podcast this week, um, BitHUD. I think it stands for Boys in the HUD, which yeah. made me laugh for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, they're, they're a cute gaming podcast. We like them. And Dan and Thaddeus, um, they, they sound great together. Their opinions on Mass Effect are, you know wrong <laughs> but, <laughs> but we we've enjoyed listening to them that's definitely one that i'm glad that i discovered they kind of it sounds it seems like they've been podcasting about as long as we have yeah um, although i think they've recorded more than we have it's just that some of it has disappeared forever well um, it's moved uh, i went on their soundcloud and they said that their other episodes are on a different website and oh. i went there um but i was at work so i had to quickly hide it because <laughs> Jensen admits to the entire internet that she is a bad employee. <laughs> no, well, it was just that I wanted to. I wanted to see if I could find them on SoundCloud, and I, I just, happened to be at work at the time. I I find it so interesting the things that people choose not to release in podcasting because to me, like we have literally just published everything, no matter how trash it was. <laughs> I just told we have cut out like hours of Aaron's laughter. Yeah. <laughs> told the entire internet that I every time I take Pepto-Bismol I throw it up so 
you know how it is. That's not that embarrassing. It's really yeah. we're it's cutting this too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's too much though. You know, no one needs to know that. Thank you for that thought that will definitely remain in the podcast forever, Lainey. Anyway, um, <laughs> so um, BitHud podcast. Um, we we've enjoyed them a lot. They've been they've been fun, and yeah. uh, we recommend them. If there's any listeners out there, <laughs> go ahead and give BitHud a listen. <laughs> Maybe give us a listen. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stop burning your own podcast. <laughs> Okay, that's probably good. We can, like, we can you're in a band? Okay. Yeah, we're terrible. Please come.